welcome to the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. I am Nikita Burks-Hill, life coach and your personal journey guide. This podcast is for the wanderers, the doers, and action takers. I'm here to empower women and women of color to live their best lives by showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass, and most importantly, enjoying the ride. This imperfect podcast is for you as you live your life and become the best version of yourself. So let's journey together. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Nikita, and welcome to another episode of the Journey Girl Magic podcast. We have officially entered into the month of May, and I am actually excited. Now, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic, but I think that we are slowly figuring out how to not only survive, but perhaps even begin to thrive during this time. I'm also excited about this month because I've chosen the month of May to truly showcase the journey stories. Now, if you've been with me since the beginning, you know I started journey stories this year. They are journeys or interviews with everyday people. We ask questions and delve into important moments in their lives. We also look at those moments through the lens of our five steps for starting your imperfect journey, which are, come on, say it with me, showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass, and enjoying the ride. And I must say that when I first started my podcast, I wasn't too keen on having interviews. It wasn't that I didn't want to do them. I just didn't feel like I could do them in a way that felt good for me. And so I took time. I didn't rush it. I attempted to do a few interviews, but honestly ended up canceling them. And so with reflection, time, and of course journeying, I think I found my way. So I hope that you enjoy these next four weeks as we use journey stories to learn more about the lives of everyday people. Our first guest this week is Melissa DeClue. She was born and raised in Somerville, South Carolina. She's married to the love of her life, Chris, and they have three kids and one on the way. When she is not being a wife and a mom, she is a person who wears many hats. During the weekday, Melissa serves as a driven donor relations and stewardship fundraising professional. Every day, she also runs her own online business, Rewind, Refresh, Repeat, which focuses on skincare and beauty products. Most recently, she has entered into a joint venture and started an event management company. It is her goal, her dream, and her calling to help others live out the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy this conversation, so let's get started. So Melissa, thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on the podcast, the Journey Girl Magic podcast for today. I'm really excited and have been looking forward to talking with you and learning more about your journey. So thank you for being here today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited. So let's just jump right in and get started. So I would love to know what the word journey what that word means for you. Journey for me has always the path that I've chosen. So path that you're on in that very moment. And mm -hmm. I consider that to be like your journey. With this idea of journey in mind, can you talk to us a little bit about a, a journey that you've had in your life, something, a journey that been really significant for you? Um, the most significant journey that I've had would be my journey as a single parent. 
that was probably the most life-changing um, moments in my life, and it lasted the longest or seemed like it lasted forever. You know, going back to what I said is, you know, a journey being a path that you chose. When I think back about that time frame, it still was kind of like a path that I chose because the way I was living my life then, it was almost like I would tell my 19-year-old self, self, get it together. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but 19-year-old self um, was very stubborn. I didn't listen. I wanted to make my own rules, do my own thing, choose my own path. You know, the result being um, becoming pregnant with my son. And I admit it was hard at first. You know, I think so many times we we try to avoid talking about our true, like, thinking processes. That was a journey within the journey um, because I had to mentally kind of think through, like, what a, what a decision am I really going to make in this moment? And I think it was one of the best decisions that I made um, because instantly it was like I immediately started making changes with my choices from who I was talking to, who I surrounded myself around. If it was somebody who I always hung out with and was my best friend, who I felt was my best friend at the time, and they decided they weren't going to talk to me anymore. I was like, okay. I I was completely fine with that because I knew that the path that I was on, I couldn't include, like, I didn't need the toxicity. Gosh, I compare my pregnancy then to my pregnancies now, and I would say, I don't know what it was that's in the juice of a (laughs) 19-year-old. My body handled it way better than it handles it now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was beautiful because I I really connected and made strong relationships during that time and I needed it because it has impacted so much of how I handle friendships and relationships now. Like I I almost wouldn't trade it for any other thing because like I said, I was making some horrible choices and sometimes people just need to get kicked in the behind and I needed it. Mm -hmm. Like I needed life to kick me all the way down. Say like Melissa, no, like, look, who are you? Like, literally, who are you? I never fully answered that question until later on, because it was always like, you have what society like wants you to be. And society says like, you know, this is how you should act at this age. And these are the things that you should be. And, and these are the things that you should be doing as a mom that make you like this awesome, soft mom. Right. You know, so there were a lot of things that like I did, albeit successful things, like I made sure I finished my bachelor's degree and completed my master's degree. I was like overachiever to the max. I was like, if I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be in an apartment, be living on my own. I'm going to finish a degree. I'm going to be a full-time worker, full-time mom, full-time school, full-time student. I'm going to do it all. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. This journey, yeah. Like if I'm going to, yeah, (laughs) almost from like one extreme to the next where you were on a whole other trajectory of like, I'm doing whatever I want. And then you got a wake up call and then you're like, all right, I got it. And I'm still going to do that idea of just achieving and doing like living life to the max on your terms. You're like, all right, I'm going to do it now this way. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and for some reason I had that same question came up again of like, well, so who are you? And I didn't have an answer. Um, I, for some reason I was like, Maybe I should go back to my child's father <laughs> to, make, mm. to make amends. Maybe that's what I was supposed to do. Maybe that's why I'm having such a hard time, you know. And, like, I would really lost my way spiritually, too. So 
I was just making assumptions in my head as far as like what I thought God wanted for me to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of creating my own path and was like, Hey God, if you just co-sign this real quick, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> like, just sign, just sign at the dotted line and we'll be all right. So I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter at 24 and I fought so hard for myself during that time. I never mm-hmm. cried so much in my life. I mean, I was so depressed. I think the turning point for me to like, Melissa, the path that you're on right now, still not right. And there was this moment where I was like, maybe I need to serve more in church and that'll make me feel better. So I I put myself on the prayer team. Lord knows I wasn't ready at all to pray for anybody other than myself. So I have this pregnant girl come to me. She was sitting in the same situation as me. And she's like telling me what she's going through. And she's just like asking for me to pray for her. And I'm praying for her, and, like, this light bulb in my head, it was like, I, I feel like I stumbled over my words when I was praying, and she probably walked away feeling like, what the heck was that? But it was in the midst of me praying for her that I that I realized that I wasn't praying for her anymore. I was definitely praying for myself. As I'm praying, I'm like, Melissa, like, do you even hear what you're saying? Like, you're where she is right now, and you really, you really need to get it together. Like, where are you going still? What are you doing still? who are you still, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? So I was like, you got to switch paths, girl. I stopped calling people. I stopped talking to people. I mm-hmm. really, that was the quietest time in my life. And I even extended it past having my daughter because I needed quiet. Right. I needed time to hear myself, my thoughts. During that time that I was quiet, I I mean, I really, like, recommitted myself to Christ. I really turned my life around wholeheartedly, and I just made so many changes. I couldn't have been good for anybody had I not gone through it. So, I mean, that is the only way that the next part of my journey was even possible. My journey as as a wife, it was only made possible by that time that I took Everything that I had gone through, like, in my past as a single mom, everything that I went through emotionally, physically, financially, I feel like really prepared me for the place that I'm in now. You can imagine going through all those different things through life and having to go through it alone mm-hmm. and having to make be the sole decision maker. So I'm used to being head of household. Um, I mean, to be realistic, that is my biggest adjustment because I'm so used to being the sole decision maker. Now I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, no, I have to partner with someone, um, which is okay. I mean, gosh, I mean, it's, it's good when you have somebody who is a great partner because it makes those decisions even easier and it allows you to trust them. So it's good. And, you know, my children are happier. Gosh, my children are so much happier. I mean, everybody's happier. I mean, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And it's a growing happiness. Every day is learning how to love love him better and more and um, and how to love myself more. And I include myself now, like, in the in the process of loving. So, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Thank here you. I am. Yes. There <laughs> you are. And you've, I mean, you've definitely, as most of us have, have these journeys that are deep and long and complex and just encompass all the things but they make us who we are today and we wouldn't be the people that we are without them and so they can be a lot when we're going through them but then when we're on the other side it's like okay 
I get it. Okay. Did it have to be that long though? But I get it. I get it. I get it. So so I guess thinking about that, um, with Journey Girl Magic, the podcast and the business as a whole, I talk a lot about the five steps for starting and living your imperfect journey, which are showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass and enjoying the ride. So I would love to kind of looking at that journey, go through each of those steps. And so starting with step one, in this entire journey, how do you feel like you have shown up? I think I show up by being present, 50,000%. Like every day I try to give it my all, you know, and, and that, that's what counts. I feel like that's what counts. Exactly. I mean, I really can't be in control of all the other external factors that can happen throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can at least be in control of myself and how I at least go about my day with intention. So I try. And then you definitely spoke to it a few times. I'm moving to step two. How do you feel like you are truly vulnerable? Um, and maybe even more so, well, it can either be the first part of your journey when you were a single parent or once you found who you were right now and married him, being vulnerable. I would say the there was a lot of vulnerability, I think, that came with the newer part of my journey of being mm-hmm. married because I had to tell about my past Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and I had to be in a place of like bearing my soul and I never really did that for anybody so there was a lot of vulnerability with that but it was good because I think even in that vulnerability I I realized that there were some things that I hadn't forgiven myself for right so that was good what about um with step three which are practicing gratitude being thankful. I mean, gosh, for everything. I am thankful for literally everything. People will probably be sick of me, like how much I'm grateful. I could like randomly get $20 in my account. I'm like, whoo, thank you. (laughs) Thankful for the day. Thankful for the moment. Gosh, I tell my kids at the end of the day, thank you. Like, you know, even if we have a bad day or feel like we've had a bad day, thank you for being you. And then number four, this fourth step, which is my personal favorite, just because it's something I'm still embodying and coming, like figuring out what it means for me, but which is be a badass. And so that can mean a lot of different things. It can mean harnessing your power. It can mean setting boundaries. It can mean a whole host of things. So how would you say looking at your journey that you were a badass? Oh, definitely limitations and boundaries. Oh my gosh. Like the power that's in love. Like I never knew it. Mm-hmm. but I love it. <laughs> I mean, everybody can get a limit and a boundary. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I do not shy away from them at all. And that is how I feel like has been my, my superpower mm-hmm. um, of feeling like, yeah, I'm in control because I set limits and boundaries. I set limitations on how people can treat me, what you can say to me. And I'll set up boundaries for people, like who you are. Like if I'm not saying that I don't, I have to hate anybody. I definitely don't have to hate you, but I'll, I'll definitely give you a good boundary that you'll feel. Um, but not like any, not like it's some emotional wall, but just like really like here's the boundary of you can, like if it's a coworker, we'll say like a coworker that you're like, all right, you, we will approach each other at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> so I will treat you at work. But when it's my home time, eh, there's a huge boundary there. <laughs> right, right. And then the last final step, um, which is the last 
question is, what about enjoying the ride? How have you felt like you have enjoyed the ride of your journey and all that it's taught you? Living in it, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and taking care of myself when I could, you know, and, and I think that's how I enjoyed the ride is because I never, I never shy away from taking care of myself when I need to, because it makes me better it, to live in, live in this moment, to be here, to be present, to show up, to set boundaries and do everything that I do because I, I have to. And, and so many people would be so much happier if they realized how much you have got to take care of yourself. Kind of wrapping up, your story just has been, you're not even your story, but just your journey, which is also your story, but your journey has just been so powerful and for me personally really resonated of just these two different worlds of when you, when it's just you and you got to make decisions for yourself and these precious beings that you're taking care of and then someone else comes into the picture and it's just this complete change of dynamics, this complete shift and just hearing, I know it may have not felt pretty, but just hearing how you did it with grace because grace doesn't always mean perfection, grace doesn't always mean quote unquote pretty. Grace just means that you're doing it and you're just doing those motions and going and doing the best you can. And so um, I just thank you. And if people want to kind of, if this story resonates with other folks, is there a way that they can get in contact with you to talk more? Are you open to that? Is there a way, do you have any social media that people can reach out to you um, and connect? Yeah, so um, you can always email me um, if it's like, super incognito messaging mm -hmm. um, and then I'll share like my personal numbers and everything from there. Um, I do have my email um, which is rewind refresh repeat at gmail.com and then also that's my social media account too so okay. I do have like my Facebook group and then also my Instagram but there is like I would say there's a plethora of content on my um, on my social media account but if you want to talk like more intimate conversations about things, I would definitely say like email me and I'll like be able to connect more in depth there. Right. Um, and then I'll, you know, share my personal contact information. Right. And I will include um, all of those social media handles in the show notes for this episode. And so um, thank you again, Melissa. I truly, truly just value your experience and your journey and the listeners may not know, but we, we go back. <laughs> like we went to college together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so there may have been only a I couple of years, uh, barely a couple of years between us, but just hearing your journey and me being on the outside, because quite honestly, we weren't super close in the beginning. We kind of knew about each other. And because we were both dance majors, we connected, but then we weren't super close until later on in life. when we really started just as adults, our journeys, kept crossing and so I'm grateful that you are right. in our circle and that we are on this journey together and that you took the time um, in the midst of everything that's happening in the midst of kids and life to just talk with me and us today so thank you I truly appreciate it thank you for listening to today's podcast episode I'm so appreciative and grateful for your time and your listening ear show notes for this episode can be found at journeygirlmagic.com slash podcast and by clicking on today's episode also, please don't forget to subscribe to the Journey Girl Magic podcast to be the first to know when a new episode becomes available. You can also leave a review and let me know how this podcast is helping you on your journey. I read them all. I look forward to journeying with you next week. And remember, it's your journey. So show up, be vulnerable, practice gratitude, be a badass, 
and most importantly, enjoy the ride. Welcome to your journey.